So you're um you're you're laid up with the uh, microphone on your on your stomach, John. You've got a strange setup this week. Yeah, I may sound a little different this week because this morning Rob and I were going to record a little early because I'm supposed to, although maybe not now, going to Austin at the end of the week for next weekend. And um, I managed to slip on the stairs and I didn't fall down the stairs, but I did kind of fall to my knees and catch my leg under me and heard an awful popping sound um, and ended up going to the emergency room and finding that I had torn the uh, tendon in my uh, in the muscles just above that hook into your kneecap from above from the top of your leg. Uh, and it was uh, very painful. And now I'm on pain medication. I don't think I'm too loopy to do the podcast, but we figured we'd go ahead and do it anyway because uh, the show must go on, right, Rob? Exactly. We'll uh, we'll give it twenty minutes and and see see how loopy you are there. Yeah, no, I'm I'm literally laid laid out on the couch with my laptop on my lap, my microphone on my stomach, and I don't have a pop filter as a result because that's not really doable. And my headphones on, and I banished the rest of my family from the first floor, so we're gonna chat for a while and um, you know get this thing out. Let's do it. All right. So yesterday I went to a corn maze and I was just curious whether you knew what a corn maze is and and whether they have those in the UK or and I guess they do from what you told me right before we started. Uh, yeah, so you, obviously you mentioned it, and I, I kind of googled it. I, th- I, th- I assumed I knew what it was—just a maze, you know, in a, bit, a big cornfield. Um, yep. But I hadn't really heard of them in the UK. But there, there are a few. There's, there's four of them that kind of popped up on Google Maps. Um, one is relatively close to me, um, but I, I haven't been to one. Yeah, they're kind of fun. I mean, we went out to this big orchard about an, about an hour from where we live, and. You know, they've got, you can pick apples, they have all sorts of donuts and apples and other things, cider you can buy. Um, they actually have this thing where you can, they have air compressors hooked up to a tube and they take the the rotten apples that are that have fallen to the ground off the trees and you put them inside this tube and hit a trigger and it will shoot the, uh, the apples at targets. And it's pretty cool because if you hit a target, the apple just kind of explodes. Um, they also have a slingshot version of that and they have, uh, they have a pumpkin launcher, which is huge. It looks like a giant artillery thing, um, from World War II or something. I mean, it's a huge tube that's pumpkin sized and has two giant air compressors hooked up to it. And they shoot a pumpkin like hundred feet in the air and then it comes down and it explodes when it hits the ground. So that was that, that was fun. And then the corn maze is they, you know, they carve a pattern out of the, out of the cornfield, um, in a maze. It's a maze, but it's also kind of like a picture if you look at it from above and you go through and there's little hints and clues and scavenger hunts and, you know, you find the the things that you have to find inside the corn maze. And it takes a while. It's like a, it's like a three mile walk all in, they said. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was, it was a good day. I mean, it was nice weather and we've been going out there for a lot of years, had some cider, got some donuts and, um, yeah, it was a good day. It was a good thing uh, I had that planned for yesterday, not today. I couldn't have walked around a corn maze today. <laughs> no, I don't think it would have been quite the same. You just kind of being, you know, wheeled around on the, on the sofa or something. You could just take the couch with you and put some put some I wheels. Know. On I got it. pushed around. 
I got pushed around in a wheelchair today. How about that? I haven't had that before, I don't think. Um, well, yeah, from, the, uh, from what you were saying, you couldn't walk at all. So, <laughs> No, I couldn't. I couldn't raise my leg, and I was in excruciating pain. But uh, that that's a thing of the past, hopefully. The um, But, yeah, these corn mazes uh, are very much a, uh, I don't know, they're a very Midwestern thing in the U.S., and uh, it's kind of fun to do. Cool. So um, maybe I'll find a picture to send because it's like you you look out. I was up on this little bridge they had in the middle of the corn maze, and it, as far as you can see is nothing but corn cornfields. Wow. Yeah. So um, I I signed up for Spotify this week. Um, I think we've we've spoken about kind of streaming services and stuff like that in the past, but um, like this week I just kind of got fed up with iTunes just messing up everything. Um, so yeah, I signed up for Spotify. Is iTunes still messing things up for you or is it just kind of left a bad taste in your mouth from, you know, I know it was like maybe six months ago. Yeah. What? There's still some leftover stuff. Like I, I try and, uh, you know, it's all kind of left over on my Apple TV. Like it won't reset, even though I've canceled Apple music and iTunes match, there's still music there. And I kind of, I try and play it even if it's something that I've purchased from iTunes and it won't play because it says I need to sign up for Apple Music. And um, you know, even when I buy an, uh, buy an album, it will either double up when I download it or mm-hmm. it will only download half the songs. And then I have to kind of play this dance of, I'll delete, like hide it from my library and then go into my account, find hidden purchases, unhide it, re-download. And I, I just got fed up with it, to be honest. Uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. I, I did actually see the um, the double listing thing again recently because when I upgraded um, to the latest version of TVOS, TVOS 10 on the Apple TV in our living room, for whatever reason, when I you know opened up a playlist, it had double entries. And it, it wasn't like two copies because when I hit play on a song, you know, both of them would show the animation of the... Um, I don't know, you know, the, um, of the, of the sound wave or whatever that they do. Um, but it was, it was displaying two at once, which was kind of annoying. Yeah. So I've just kind of got a bit fed, especially, you know, all I'm doing is downloading an album and and giving them money. It shouldn't be that difficult to just download it. Um, so, you know, and I can get Spotify for five pound a month for the next 12 months. So I figured it was probably worth it. You used to use it when you were in university, didn't you? Uh, no, I've always just used, um, just bought music and, and, you know, synced over USB or oh. I occasionally, you know, I've tried iTunes match probably two or three times at this point. Um, but yeah, this is the first time I've properly used Spotify, um, like really giving it a good go. Uh, okay. Yeah. For some reason I thought you used Spotify before I've, I still use it a little bit. Um, but I really don't want to pay for two different music streaming services, um, and as a result, when you listen to Spotify, the ads are pretty awful because it's the same thing over and over and over and they're pretty, and they're quite frequent. So, um, I'm not a big fan of it, although I really like that discover mix that they do. Um, that's really nice. Yeah. I, I haven't, I only kind of started using it on probably Monday or Tuesday. Um, yeah. so I guess tomorrow I'm going to get the, the discover weekly and, and, you know, I'll be able to see how good their recommendations are and stuff like that. Um, th- there was another reason I signed up for it because it will work with the Amazon Echo, um, which oh, is right. coming on Wednesday. Nice. Um, I guess by the time this comes out, I will have it. But yeah, it it only really integrates with Spotify and I think Deezer 
or, or some other kind of obscure music service. Yeah, um, is Deezer a European music service? I forget. I've run into the name a couple of times, but I've never tried it. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure. I, I see it pop up all the time in like you know lists of music streaming services, but I haven't really investigated what it is. But I, yeah, I guess it's just a, a kind of a music streaming service. So um, I kind of just wanted something that I don't because the Amazon Echo works as a Bluetooth speaker, but I wanted something that I could just say play this and it will just deal with it. Right. I mean, that's the one, the only way you can really effect, effectively use Apple Music with an, an Echo is as a um, Bluetooth speaker, which, you know, obviously B- Bluetooth has has all the hair that comes along with it in terms of pairing and all that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to do that for uh, podcasts because the only option on Amazon Echo is uh, TuneIn Radio, which I think is a premium service. It's, it's kind of one of these uh, kind of paid, walled-in podcast slash radio services so i'm not really interested in trying to sign up for one of those yeah i've heard people trying to get uh, mark Armit to do overcast on on the echo who knows maybe I, you know i have no idea how hard it is to program for for the echo i mean it's as best i could tell i was looking at the developer documentation uh a, a few days ago and i think they've only just released the the apis that marco would need at, you know at a, a kind of bigger sc- i'm just kind of looking at it but yeah to do, um, it to seems do like they've only just that. released the a- exactly yeah um so you know maybe that would be something that he does um i mean that'd be great but of course i don't know how big the market really is for him to to integrate with the echo well that is the problem i mean it's just only just come to the uk and it's just in um the us and the uk right is it also did i hear it was in germany or maybe a couple other european countries uh, it's just Germany as well, but Germany is still on uh, the same as they did with the US and the kind of invite only kind of thing. Oh, okay. That's um, interesting. So, so the UK is just, I can buy one, but Germany is still on the invite only. Huh. Yeah, I got my invite at one, eventually. Um, I still haven't bought one. I'm, I'm holding out, but we'll see. No, I'll, I'll try and convince you once I've got mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you know, the... Um, I actually am still, you know, using Apple Music, and I like it. I mean, the the changes that have been made for iOS 10 are nice. I like the, um, I forget, you know, it was going to be called, when they announced it at WWC, it was called the Discover uh, Discovery Mix, I think. Um, but I think it's, they have two different, um, two different playlists that are auto-generated. One is My Favorites Mix, and the other one is um, my new music mix or something like that. Uh, and they're both quite good. I mean, it does a good job, especially the favorites. It goes, you know, if you've done uh, liking songs or rating, rating songs, it digs back pretty deep in the catalog and comes up with some things you haven't listened to in a long time. So that's a nice way to kind of go back through your existing music collection. Um, and then and then the um, the Discover Mix or the new music mix uh, the first I've, I've only gotten two now cause it's only been a couple of weeks since iOS 10 came out, but the, and the first one wasn't great, but the one I got last, I, I think it's Friday was really good. I mean, they, they get refreshed on a weekly basis. One of them's Wednesday and one of them's Friday. I think Friday is the new music and Wednesday is the favorite. So it's nice. I've been happy with it, but, um, you know, I'm mostly streaming and you're mostly, owning music, I guess, although you know, now you're going to be streaming because you can get your, your owned music kind of into Spotify, right? I mean, it'll do like a matching thing, right? Uh, I couldn't get it to do the matching thing. I can kind of, I can import playlists, um, 
okay f- from iTunes, but it's still linked to those local files, so they won't show up on on my iPhone. Oh, um, okay. But I I did find a website, um, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'll I'll find it for the show notes. Um, and I was able to uh, export the playlist file from iTunes. Um, and this service will find all those songs and create a playlist on Spotify. Yeah, SoundShare um, will do something like that. Yeah, do you know is, what? It might have even been that. Yeah, SoundShare is an, I- an iOS app um, that I reviewed a while back. And it, um, gosh, I think it's SoundShare. No, it's not SoundShare. <laughs> it's SongShift, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Does that ring a bell to you? Nah, do you know what? I, I honestly can't remember off the top of my head. I wish I could, um, but I, yeah, I will find but... the link for the show notes. Um, so, so yeah, the local files thing, it's it's kind of okay, but they don't give you a good UI to view your local files. So like it's kind of, I think it's linked to all my iTunes music, like all, everything um, is in mm-hmm. Spotify under local files, um, but it doesn't give you kind of, um, you know, a decent layout to view that stuff. So um, I've just kind of been finding stuff that's um, that's on Spotify and just adding it to my library, and you know I haven't really been using my local stuff at all. Yeah, SongShift actually is pretty good. I mean, I've used that a few times. It's unfortunate that all these services are kind of um, you know it's all fragmented, so it's no good if you have friends on a different service. Um, and I think the majority of people I know are still on Spotify, although it seems like. You know, more and more each day are on Apple Music. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as I say, I guess it really depends on on what you want it for. Like, I think I can certainly, I'm sure that I could use Apple Music and it would be fine. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, with the Echo integration, um, and there's a couple of other things that Spotify do that are really nice. The, the handoff that they can do um, is just flawless. Like, it works every single time. So... Um, like I can go from my iPhone, I'm playing some music, I open Spotify on my Mac and I just click a button and it just carries on playing on the Mac. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. I wish I did I, that. I kind of did it. I went from my phone to my Mac and then I had turned the PS4 on and did exactly the same thing there. So I'd, I'd kind of jumped from three different devices and it was just flawless. Oh, that's not, that. That is really nice. I mean, um, I was going to complain about the Spotify Mac app, but then you know, as bad as it kind of is, I think it's it can't, it's not really any worse than iTunes. Yeah, I, I I kind of got used to the app, but yeah, there's definitely some some weirdness with it. Um, I think it's a web app, really. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is, um, which is part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But the, you know, the recommendations and because it recommends playlists and songs and albums and stuff um, have, have all been really good. Um, I was kind of concerned that they wouldn't be any good because I mm-hmm. I don't really listen to kind of one genre of music, yeah. um, which I think if you did that, the, the recommendations would be really good. Um, but, you know, I'll yeah. jump around between different genres and stuff like that. But the, the, the stuff it's been recommended has been been really good. Well, I think with any of these services, you kind of got to train them a little bit. You got to be a little patient and hopefully, you know, after you've listened to a lot of different things, then it'll have an even better idea what you, what you want to hear. And I mean, you can't really go wrong with five pounds a month. I mean, that's definitely, that's cheaper than Apple music. Uh, Yeah, definitely. Um, And you know, when that, when that 12 months is up, I'll probably, because it would be 10 pound a month after that, 
I'll probably mm-hmm. just get the family pack and you know give a give an account to Jess. Um, yeah, is, is that like fifteen pounds or something or somewhere? Yeah, between it's fifteen pounds 15? for for six accounts, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and then I'll probably give a third account to the Amazon Echo so that anything mm-hmm. that we play in the kitchen isn't ruining my recommendations. Um, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine how that would work. Yeah, that's like my net Netflix for a long time was terribly polluted with all kinds of kitty shows. Yeah, Jess has already promised me. There's a couple of albums she listens to that I just can't stand, um, and she's yeah. promised she won't play them on the on on the <laughs> Echo. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great when Netflix finally did you know the individual uh, sub accounts for everybody in, the, in on a on a Netflix subscription because now everybody, I think I've got everybody properly trained to. Um, open up their own their own thing and and get their own recommendations that way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I think that was probably about it on Spotify. Um, that they, yeah. uh, there was one more thing actually. They do have some some limited um, podcast support. Yeah, I've um, heard about that. How do, I heard it's hard to find though. Yeah, it's kind of difficult even to find the podcast section. Um, but like for example, like I can search for you know Cortex. Um, and it will show me that podcast, um, but I haven't quite worked out. It like is it going to notify me of new, new episodes? Or I think it's kind of treating a podcast like a playlist. Um, mm-hmm. So, so I'm not really sure what's going on there. But it might be a good option for me to play at least some of my podcasts through it through the Echo. Um, but yeah. you know, I, I need to dig into it a little bit more because it's. It's podcasts and videos. That's the category they kind of lump it all under. So it doesn't. It kind of feels a bit half done. Yeah, that's a little bit weird to throw that in together. I mean, do you know if it, if podcasters are signing up for Spotify or or is Spotify just grabbing the RSS feed? Or do you have any idea? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, our podcast isn't there, so I guess they're not just kind of scraping iTunes or anything. Um, right, you know, but the you know the relay shows are there. I think five by five and and Twitter have got their shows on there. But I don't mm-hmm. know whether Spotify have just you know handpicked some networks or whether you know they're actually being submitted or not. But it, I mean, it's certainly not complete, so it's it, it probably wouldn't be a, a hundred percent solution for me. Right, right. Well, it's a it's a good option, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, t- talking of podcasts, so this is something. Um, we were kind of in a bit of a panic about uh, topics, and I thought this would be quite a good one because um, I don't, I don't think we've spoken about this before. But like, how did you kind of first get into podcasts? Yeah, I, you know, I don't remember that well. I, I do remember um, somehow I heard about uh, the Twit Network, I think. And do you remember that the name of that podcast that Kevin Rose used to have with Alex Albrecht or something like that? Uh, oh, do you know, I can't There's remember the guys. name, but I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, and I listened to that, and I listened to Twit, and I don't really recall how I got into it, but I got into it pretty early because iTunes still didn't have it, have any podcasts, um, and I do recall downloading Odeo, um, really, literally within three or four months after them discontinuing, you know, the iTunes getting podcasts and um, Odeo being discontinued, and ultimately becoming Twitter, really. Um, so it was, you know, I think that's probably 2005, maybe, something like that. Yeah, that probably sounds about right. Um, mine was kind of similar. I guess it must have been probably about the same as you, 2004, 2005. Um, and, and I remember at Christmas, I, I'd, I'd asked my dad for 
um, for an iPod. And for whatever reason, he had interpreted this as, no, of course he doesn't want an iPod. And he, he bought me a digital camera. Um, huh. <laughs> I, I, I've never really kind, I've never really worked it out, but that was what it was. Um, and, and, and when my mum found out, she was like, why do you want an iPod? Come on, it's Christmas. And she took me out and, and she, I think I bought the, the original iPod video. I think it was mm-hmm. the, the one that I got. Um, yeah, I think that's the first I, one. That I, that's, I think that might be the first one I own too. Yeah, so I, so I kind of got this iPod and I was like, oh, fantastic. This is amazing. It's just what I wanted. And um, just for the record, there was nothing wrong with the digital camera. It was great as well. But um, so I kind of had this iPod and I was like, so what do you do with it? Like once you put music on it and, you know, played that terrible solitaire game they used to have on them. Right. Um, so I went into iTunes and and went into the podcast section and, and saw that like Ricky Gervais had a show because obviously that that was number one for probably a year or so oh yeah for um, a long time so i downloaded that and the only two i really remember is a ricky gervais show and there was a show called top of the pods mm-hmm. um and i i'm not really i guess the best way to describe it is imagine top four um but 10 years ago basically it was these two guys and they would just kind of do like a top 10 list of you know random things whatever it was they had kind of listener suggestions and they would do their own lists mm-hmm. um and that was pretty high up in the in the itunes charts it must have been because i wouldn't have found it otherwise um right. I, I don't think that shows around anymore um but yeah it was mainly those two and then probably about two or three years later i kind of just stopped listening and and then i started getting it back into it again you know three or four years after that um with uh the bro show which was mike mike hurley's show before command space right um right. and then it just kind of spiraled from there huh that's interesting yeah i mean I, I a lot of people i guess if you didn't get into podcasts before itunes had them um you don't a lot of people probably don't realize how hard it was to to get them because it was a lot more of a manual laborious process of you know, getting the files from an RSS feed and then transferring them over to an iPod using, you know, a USB cable through iTunes. It was, it was, it was more, there was just, there were more steps involved. Once it was in iTunes, all you had to do was, you know, hit the subscribe buttons and you were fine. Yeah. I mean, of course, until Apple allowed podcast apps into the store, we were still doing the syncing thing though. Um, You know, you'd still, they'd download an iTunes and then you'd sync them like presumably every day to make sure you had all the latest episodes. Um, yeah, no, I remember that. And then you'd be waiting and waiting because they're, you know, they're relatively large files compared to a handful of songs. So it can, it, you know, it could take a lot of time to do that. Yeah, definitely. I, I think we've definitely got it a lot easier now with the yeah, you know, no, 10 or so sure. different podcast apps that we, that we probably both own. Well, my problem is now is that I've got so many, I, I've got more podcasts than I have time. So, um, there's always those that I, I'll download and think, Oh, I'll get to this eventually. And now I've got something like, you know, a gig and a half of, uh, of podcasts sitting on my iPhone, which is just, it's one of the biggest, you know, biggest storage hogs on my, um, on my phone at this point, but it's not, I mean, it's not the app's fault. It's the fact that I never get around to listen to all of them. I go, I go through and weed them out, I guess every now and then, but, um, you never know when you have a long car trip or something or be laid up on a couch with your, your knee messed up and uh, have an opportunity to listen to a bunch of podcasts or that exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I think that was about it. It was just I thought that would be a little interesting uh, topic. Yeah. And trip down la- memory lane, as they say. Exactly. Um, so the last thing that we're going to talk about is you watched Popstar last night. I did. Um, I had been meaning to watch this because I knew you liked it a lot. Um, and when I saw the the trailers way back when, I thought it looked kind of funny. And it, it I don't know how recently it was available for rent, but I rented it last night on uh, my Apple TV, and I thought it was hilarious. I really loved it. Yeah, this well to give it its proper title, it's Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping, right? Which is <laughs> which is perfect. Yeah, it's um, the release on this was very strange because it came out in the US in the cinema, and then it got released on you know Blu-ray and and rental and stuff like that. And then it came out in the cinema in the UK. Um, huh. I, I still can't buy this movie unless, like, I can't rent it or buy it on a Blu-ray. Um, oh, that's weird. So, so yeah, it's it's kind of strange. I'm not really sure why that's happened. Um, it, it seemed like it had a very low profile, even in the US. And I don't know if that's because they expected it not to do well. Um, but I've seen plenty of movies that are far worse. I mean, just kind of, I guess, as a matter of background, it's... Um, it's it's a mockumentary kind of in the genre of Spinal Tap where it's about like a boy band um, that uh, has three three guys in it and one of them goes out on his own in his solo career and it just is following him in his solo career from being very successful to having a, a second album that, that tanks and how that you know, plays out with him and, and his uh, fellow previous band members. Yeah, it's really great. I mean, the amount of people in this as well. It's basically anyone who's ever been on on Saturday Night Live. Um, you know, yeah, they managed, they've got like Michael Bolton's in it and and Seals in it. It's um, you know, they really did manage to get a lot of people to to get involved in this. Yep, lots of cameos, lots of uh, and lots of very funny people. Sarah Silverman's in it, and Joan Cusack, and um, gosh, I don't even remember. And you're right, a lot of the a lot of the people who've been in Saturday Night Live in the last. I don't know, at least five years or so. Uh, and I guess you've got Pink and uh, Emma Stone's in it, um, although very, very briefly. Um, I was going to say, I don't remember seeing her. Yeah, no, she she is in it, uh, but but not for very long. Um, Interesting. But yeah, this is, I, I've really enjoyed this. So no, I, you know, I watched it off the back of a truck. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it's well worth watching. And I, I texted you when you said you were watching it and there's, uh, loads of deleted scenes and, and extra songs and stuff like that on YouTube as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to look at that yet. It's um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious. I mean, I really like the, uh, the scene where he's, he's proposing to his girlfriend and he, uh, and they bring wolves uh, just to, as part of the, part of the atmosphere. And then the uh, seal is singing and it, which sets off the wolves and the wolves get loose and they start attacking people. And it's, it's just that kind of super crazy, uh, absurd humor. But I, I really liked it. Yeah, the, the the Lonely Island guys really have a very, very strange sense of humor. But it, it really works in this because it's, I mean, it's only maybe an hour and a half. Probably yeah, not even short. not much longer than that. So it's you're not like getting bored of the jokes or you know getting a bit fed up with it because it's just this like ninety minutes and then you're done and that's the end of it. Yeah, exactly. It's um, definitely a good snack size, snack size sort of um, sort of sort of movie. Um, I'm actually let's see who else is. Oh, you know, I guess it's we should mention since we mentioned other people and it's Andy Sandberg plays the lead role. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, and so he's I very good at it. I mean, it's it's not too far off of the roles he's played on Saturday Night Live and other things. So I think it kind of fit right in his wheelhouse. Yeah, it really is. It's good. So um, I guess if you're in the US, uh, you can rent it or buy it. Um, and if you're in the UK, I, th- I think it's probably still at cinemas. Although, as you say, it didn't really get a lot of um, a lot of attention. So it's probably not even at the cinema anymore. And we just got to wait for the the Blu-ray release. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't. I, gosh, I don't think it was in the cinema very long here. Um, but it's only been out on at least Apple TV for a fairly short period of time because I know I, I saw it a, two or three weeks ago and was going to watch it, but I didn't didn't really want to pull the trigger and actually buy it. <laughs> so I rented it last night. <laughs> cool. Uh, so I think that probably wraps it up for this week. Um, yeah, um, yeah. No, it's good. I guess that uh, gives you a chance to get back to resting your knee and hopefully you'll, you'll be feeling better. Oh, God. Yeah, I hope so. I hope I'll be walking around soon. But, um, you know, we should mention, we uh, say thanks to everybody because I don't know who is recommending Ruminate to whom, but it has really gotten a lot of downloads in the last couple episodes and we certainly appreciate that so if uh if you enjoy the show keep keep recommending it on overcast or rating it in itunes i mean it's obviously making a big difference so we appreciate that um Uh, yeah if you've if you found the show in the last couple of episodes um tweet us and and let us know where you found it because we we've kind of searched and we can't see it recommended anywhere um yeah so i'm not entirely sure what's going going on but it's all good because it's uh doing well and um where can people find you rob uh yes yeah, so they can find me on twitter at rm lewis uk and where can people find you john at john at john Voorhees on twitter that's the best place to find me perfect and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks all right great Th- good talking to you rob and you bye